Ah, AW. Really, it's uh, Dynamite is about CM Punk, isn't it? It's his first appearance on Dynamite. But before we have, if we get there, we've got a few other matches to get through, including Hardy versus Cassidy, which was all right. Orange Cassidy, they were high on him. Not so high on him now. There's a very nice moment where they start and they do the soft kicks to each other. Cries from the from the crowd to delete. Oh, delete. Oh, Hardy puts his hands in his pockets. They boo. Then he pulls out loads of money, which is very nice. And there's a cheer. It's not bad, really. There's some okay work here. Nice Cassidy sent on off the top. He, he goes to put his hands in his pockets before he does it. Can't find one of his pockets. It's not ideal. Not exactly a blown move, but you know. There's a... Um, a Cassidy twist of fate to uh, Hardy, which is such a close, close to. Hardy's covered in blood by this time, and eventually he turns a move into pinning the shoulders, puts his hands in his pockets, and Cassidy wins. That's all right. Then Jericho's out. He lost last week. He tapped out. He'd beaten so many people, and now he's saying it's been bothering me all week. I want one more match. Well, haven't we seen this before? Haven't we seen this a few months ago? One more match at the pay-per-view. And if he loses, he's going to go to the commentary team on Rampage. He's not even going to leave AEW. The stakes aren't that high, really, are they? Uh, I don't know. But the thing, by saying, I'm going to go to the commentary table on Rampage, actually, that's a good that's a good thought because it might happen. They need Rampage to be big. He's been on there before. Maybe he will. I can't see him being off Dynamite, though. So I think we know what's going to happen. But uh, we've seen it before. It's not It's not new, this. Well, we might have a career-ending a career ending match there. <sighs> seen it before. But actually, it could happen. They could push it and do the... They could push it and have the... Um, and have Jericho losing. Only to come back, of course. Probably under a mask. He might, he might be called Chris Jericho. That'll be... Uh, Usual for the wrestling biz. Nice to see the the Varsity Blondes, though, get in matching jackets and a cheerleader. Um, and, uh, and being in the locker room, they're pushing them. Good. But they have to fight the Lucha Brothers. This actually could be a really good match. It's, uh, it's an eliminator for the, uh, to um, become the number one contenders. Semi-final match. They're stringing this out but it could be good this little fight the books are out to watch as soon as the music strikes strikes up the um the crowd start to cheer they're supposed to be heels aren't they this ain't looking right neither is having the good brothers out there as well oh dear well it was it was good it was okay you know it wasn't fantastic but you know it was it was you're bound to get a good match with these two in it. And um, Pillman Jr. hung with Penta to begin with until he was cut off and hurt a bit. Yeah, there was a lovely moonsault from Ray Phoenix, which had full extension. It's almost a swan dive, actually, or, or a senton. Uh, well, it was all... It was just beautiful. And then... Um, I like JR mentioning David Von Erich. They, they say that uh, Griff Garrison looks like a... A young David Von Erich, which he does. I'm not sure he's as popular or over. And then uh, great Phoenix Tope Conhilo. Huge. Got some. He flew. And then the, the finish was great as well. Um, 
the Lucha Brothers giving a package pile driver to Pillman together. So spiked, spiked package pile driver. That's got to compress your neck, hasn't it? Nice match. Actually, Hater and uh, Red Velvet had a good match. Red Velvet showed some um, some offense. She's there to lose, though, isn't she? Because Hater's coming back. She hits two dives, which are nice, and. Um, of course, Britt Baker's there to smack her up a bit, which gives her an excuse. Although she does come back and hit a really nice face buster, but there's a huge backbreaker from Hater and a massive lariat turning her inside out for the pin. But really, we're waiting. Oh, Statlander's there at the end, and they have a stare down, yeah. But we're waiting for CM Punk. And what we, what do we get? What do we get? Okay, that's not how it goes, really. But there you go. Um, somebody's holding a, a sign up saying something <laughs> like, I, "I went to see CM Punk, and all I got was this was this ice cream bar." Yeah, you all get ice cream bars. It's like Oprah. You get an ice cream bar. You get an ice cream bar. You get an ice cream bar. Really cheapens him, I think. But anyway, this is the big move of the night coming at the hour mark. Now I wasn't around, as I said before, for the CM Punk. WWE thing. I remember him in ROH. Different deal then. But, um, you know, for someone who's sort of a sort of uh, sitting above the kind of wrestling thing, he in half delighted. He's turned on by these fans chanting his name, just like a lot of people would be. Says to Tony Giovanni, I can't hear you, Tony. He's, you know, he's delighted. But, you know, it's just, we're all marks, aren't we, I suppose? He mentions the Lucha Brothers. He mentions um, Brian Pillman Jr. He mentions uh, Jungle Boy. doesn't mention Griff Garrison. Did you forget about him, CM? He'll be seething in the back. Well, doesn't do much, really. He doesn't give us the kind of pipe bomb situation that we're looking for, really. He just talks about Darby Allen. He then asks the rhetorical question, can he be the, the best that he... I'm not sure he's been away for quite some time. So then he says, then he, he says hello to his to his beautiful wife, April. It's not really the start on Dynamite that we might have expected. Fans did all the work there. He didn't do anything that you that other people couldn't do. Well, we'll see. I'm not sure. I don't think it can be the influence here that it could be. And once you've done something, then it starts to... Uh, the influence starts to dissipate, doesn't it? So we'll see. Not sure. Well, you know, it was all right. Mox and Kingston versus, uh, and uh, Darby Allen versus the Wingmen, another faction, part of the faction factory. Nemeth and Benoni and Drake. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, you know, got two big men on, well, three big men. Uh, well, two big men and one more agile man on one side and people who will fight on the other side. It was okay, you know. Um, yeah, it's great to hear the crowd sing Wild Thing. I would have preferred the original, but there you go. At one point, Kingston just throws a chair on the floor for no reason. Gets angry, but gets a chair on the outside, throws a chair down, gets back in the ring. Why? Now, it has to be said that Nemeth and Drake work very well together. There's a 
Nemeth is 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 um, stopped with his offense by quite, from quite a poor Moxley backdrop. But Kingston's short Uranagi on Drake is nice, and Allen does most of the really good offense here. In that, apart from Mox biting Drake, of course, um, there's a Darby Allen code red on Drake, and then uh, as and then Avalon shimmies in the <laughs> at ringside. I like that. And then an over-the-top counter to uh, to, a, to a stunner from uh, from Allen and finishes off with a coffin drop, of course, for the pin. Fun and okay. But, you know, you've got a faction here which has been created purely because they're not being seen much. If you've got to do that with a faction, then you've got too many factions. <sighs> it's faction fever. Oh, dear. Callis does something rather good, actually. The best thing about this little um, bit uh, with uh, Callis and the, his boars coming out, and I, I include at the moment Kenny Omega in that sometimes, uh, coming out and talking to uh, to um, Christian is that he's wearing a nice pink suit with a pink, um, with pink shoes and a pink scarf. Nice. Now, um, he does a very good thing in that, that Christian shows a video from his from Callis's past, saying it makes him look like a carny piece of shit. And um, the crowd want to chant it. So when Callis um, says, you know what that makes me? Wait for them to chant. That's good. Omega points out, that video just shows that I was better than you at 20, and I'm a better, 27 years later, I'm a better athlete now. Yes! I think people would agree with that. Christian comes out to try and make Callis look bad, and then when Callis um, gives him a bit of verbiage, he attacks Callis because he's angry. So it doesn't really work out for Christian at all. You thought you had the upper hand, but actually, words have upset you. Callis chokes him with his pink jacket, of course. Now, yeah, you know who's going to make the save, don't you? That would be uh, Frankie Kazarian because he hasn't really got a defined character. He's the hunter, the legend hunter. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, it's not really got any kind of defined um, character at all. And he's maybe they're going to do something with him. And, and it's a it's a it's a long tail thing. But I'm not sure I'm liking that. You're wasting a superior talent there, AEW. Apparently, standing in the back is a very pissed off John Moxley. So what's new? Next, we have a trios faction match. The Gun Show, or Gun Club, or Cocked Guns, versus the Nightmare fam, fam, Factory, fa, fa, Family Faction, QT Marshall Lot. Yeah, too many factions. Faction Frenzy. Meh. Just a couple of things. They brought the big show out, Paul White, should I say, to uh, commentate and have some interest. The crowd are pretty silent, and um, um, Jim Ross says that uh, Nick Camerano re reminds him of uh, Bruiser Brody. Well, he looks like him, and we don't need Paul White saying, Good call, good call. He doesn't really wrestle like him. He just looks like him. Yeah. Now, I like Dan Lampert, but I don't believe that he needs to talk for Ethan Page or Scorpio Sky, particularly not Ethan Page. He needs to put him with teams that can't talk. Oh, well, it's an embarrassment to riches, that, isn't it? It's good, though. Main event, Malachi Black versus 
Brock Anderson, less than 10 minutes. It's interesting that they're doing this. We know he's over his head. Even his dad admits it. He's over his head. Makes Malachi look a monster, which is what they want. Give Brock some credit and some offence. Um, an added bit because Arn could have thrown the towel in and didn't. Big kick. Gone. Very short. Yeah. Makes Malachi Black like a, a monster. And that's what they want. Nice to create a monster from a bloke who's not huge. He's long and lean, but he's not massively muscly. And that's really interesting. Now, I was going to say that they're continuing to do well with Black. You know, he's a... Um, he's he's the main event here he's the one who's winning at the end he's he confronts Arn Anderson Arn blocks the kick so Malachi Black, Malachi Black just kicks him in his twig and berries and then hits him with a spinning kick that's lovely and if they'd left it at that it would have been great but whose music hits who's coming out to face him Lee Johnson Shotty Lee someone who's in the nightmare family but not really a major player Malachi Black bails as if he's something special and he isn't by taking by bringing out shotty lee you have devalued malachi black why would he leave the ring he's not a cowardly heel and he's not being made out that way he's a monster so why wouldn't he stand up to him and just give him a good old kick on the jaw if he'd give him a kick on the jaw or not quite got all of it and shotty lee got back up and fired back that would be different but to just leave the ring it didn't look strategic, it looked frightened, and you've broken all the heat, and he was over before then. <sighs> Dynamite. It was okay. It's overbalanced and unbalanced by having CM Punk there. You put him at the end of the first hour, really he should be at the end of the whole thing. I understand why you put him at the end of the first hour, but the rest of it just seemed like an afterthought. And CM Punk didn't give us anything. He did the kind of stuff that we'd expect. And what we're expecting from Punk is something unexpected because that's what he did with WWE. You can only do that once. And he's been trading on it for ages. Not that he's been trying to, but people have been pushing that for ages. When you come back to AEW or another wrestling federation, you're going to be doing the same things you were doing before. And it's not special. You see, you've come back to it now. You know, how can we miss you if you won't leave? That's a phrase. And by coming back to a wrestling federation, even a good one like AEW, all your mystique is out the window. So it was okay this week. But I think taking on Punk might have been one of the worst things that AEW could have done. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.